What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Faith of the Fathers podcast, where scripture matters and history is the Lord's. Joined here again with my good friend, Jordan Lyons. Thanks. What's up, buddy? What is up? Thank you for having me. I come all the way from Delhi, India, so it is very nice to be in the United States. Just <laughs> Sound kidding. Sound like a guru. Just kidding. <laughs> That's my Indian voice. That sounds like a... What? What's your buddy's name that has the podcast? And he, he always impersonates a guru. Oh, gosh. Oh, Jay Dyer. Yeah, Jay Dyer. Oh, him. yeah. Him, his Terrence McKenna is so funny. Well, what you really need to do is try the mushrooms first, <laughs> and then you'll see a vision. Terrible man. You can't send Terrence McKenna. Terrible guy. But Jay Dyer can do some good impersonations. So, Well, it's a coincidence that you, uh, you bring up that because... We're going to be talking about occultism, about aliens, about mm. witchcraft, about and how, dark forces, all how this they stuff. connect. Yep. The connections between them, aliens, all that. So um, I don't even know how to start this out. I just know that it's fascinating, but it's also evil. Yes. It, well, it's, it's good to know because... You've you've seen being in you being teaching youth. You've seen the popularity of witchcraft, especially become massive. I remember when I was a kid, there was no uh, witchcraft or spirituality aisle in Barnes and Noble. There was by there was an aisle for Christianity and Bibles. Well, and what's Ju- weird? I, Judaica, I was just but, at I was just at Books a Million or something. Mm-hmm. It puts all spirituality under one category. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's got Bibles in the middle of it. I'm like, time it's, out. It, Wait. Yeah. it's confu- And it's confusing to kids because all the, the pop stars are, like, into astrological signs and Kabbalah and stuff like that. Um, but it, what they don't know is they're, they're, they're playing, quite literally, they're playing uh, hopscotch with demons. Yeah. And well, really, we know because Solomon told us there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. And it, it just kind of repeats itself. You know, you can go all the way back to ancient Babylon and you can see their practices. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go to the ancient pagans uh, all the way down. And then you have uh, cultism in uh, in England, you know, with the uh, the tribal people. that the ancient Druids. Yeah. So... There's nothing new under the sun, and um, they all are connected in some way. But what's interesting is, more recently, people have become fascinated with aliens. Yeah, alien. I mean, and we have to blame Hollywood because there were unidentified objects, but nothing like aliens messing with people i mean in the 20s 30s 40s 50s we'd see a strange object or especially in the 40s because we were bringing back german technology back to the united states which directly connected to uh ufo sightings in fact one of the most famous ufo sightings uh the guy drew it out and and it actually is identical to the horton flying wing that was brought back from germany tested in the United States and he thought it was a UFO because in America they'd never seen a jet powered flying wing before mm-hmm. and this was a test a test version of that plane and they thought it was a, an alien but the alien stuff started to come in in the 60s well and so 
we can get to the premise of the argument mm -hmm. and it's that aliens in their worldview are going to be the uh, uncreated sort of uncaused first cause for the universe and that's that's what atheists and agnostics want they mm -hmm. want some other accountability other than god that's what scientology teaches so i will i think i talked last episode about a conversation i had uh with a gentleman where <clears throat> he was saying all these <clears throat> ancient people were stupid and that aliens helped build the pyramids and in egypt and then uh in south america and mm -hmm. it's it's a very it's, unique perspective because it's coming from naturalists yeah that they they they're so naturalistic when it comes to everything else people 20 years ago who would who would claim to be naturalists wouldn't even think of this yeah and now like well, it, but they it's interesting because they will reject a miracle now this guy he called it uh he used some filthy language but he pretty much called it bull uh crap yeah i'll say that yeah and he says you know we can't believe in these miracles and all this stuff because you know it, it's just it's nonsense but then he proceeds to tell me about how the aliens helped build the pyramids or were involved with you creation know creation of man even panspermia yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of modern people that believe that aliens came died and they're and just like at the there's a film i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest watching it because it's really one of Ridley Scott's worst films, but the film Prometheus, this alien falls into the water, dies, and then his DNA gets into the water and causes the first creatures. And that's a cult. That's a, originally that was an, a, that was a cult belief yeah. that we were the children of aliens. And that's a slap to God's face. But from a Christian worldview, we can look at aliens and say that these could be, manifestations of demonic powers absolutely because so, because they are they appear to come in and out of space mm -hmm. uh, they appear to have supernatural powers and when we use the word supernatural it means above nature uh, the create the created world that we live in because we know that angels are a class above us they yeah. are uh, or demons as well. They are a class above us mm -hmm. as far as in order of creation. Yeah, how they move between sectors of reality. Yeah. So uh, it's not too far-fetched for these so-called aliens to be demonic powers. And the reason that we say that is because whenever they manifest themselves, it is surrounded in darkness. Yes. You'll see... What they so-called many of the aliens they call the greys because they're gray little men with giant black eyes as if black eyes didn't give it off uh, immediately that they were satanic uh, but these people who are who are emotionally traumatized people who think they've been abducted by the aliens when in actuality it was a very realistic dream that demons attack people in their sleep mm. uh, and they attack the non-christian even more and Absolutely. Everything that happens when the when they meet with these these things, it's one of two things: they're physically they're physically tortured or molested in the dream, not in real life because they can't prove it. All the abductees can't prove it. Or they say we are coming soon, 
Jesus is not real. Do not follow the Christian code because we're bringing the new religion. And this has happened to multiple different people across the globe. And they're like, well, why can't we worship Jesus? And they said, because we are the new God. And only a demon would say that. Only a demon. Well, I have this uh, chart here uh, or table from uh, Norman Geisler and Frank Turek's book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. So good. And it gives eight different distinctions between a divine miracle and a satanic sign. Mm. So for the divine miracles, it has... It's an actual supernatural act. It's under creator's control, never associated with the occult, connected with the true God, associated with truth, associated with good, involves true prophecies, and glorifies the creator. Amen. Divine miracles. That's what what miracles are. And then you have satanic signs. Mm. They are only a supernormal act. They're under creature's control, associated with the occult, frequently connected with pantheistic or polytheistic gods, associated with error, associated with evil, involves false prophecies, and glorifies the creature. There you have it. And that's the principality of the power of the air. Yeah. They're going to and fro. That's why we see these strange objects, whether they be good angels or bad angels, these strange objects that move at 30,000 miles an hour should explode in the atmosphere, but they don't. They're, mm. they're possibly angelic vehicles or demonic vehicles. But what you're saying there about demons, when people are possessed, it's because they've been playing around with uh, Demonic attractants. Yeah. With cultic things. Cultic objects. Like uh, some of the more popular things that kids are still playing with is Ouija boards. Oh, gosh. Those are like horrible. I can't even. That was around when my parents were little. You want to know something funny about <laughs> the Ouija board? The man who invented it killed himself. Hmm. Jumped out of a building. And and see, I, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Demonic possession always involves Mm self-harm to the point of uh wanting wanting to commit suicide totally scriptural so the young man he was throwing the young man the possessed young man throwing himself in the fire throwing himself in the flame cutting himself with rocks and jesus was able to deal with that Mm -hmm. and cast out those demons so when kids are involved in this thing they may not be possessed but they are definitely opening up the door to the spiritual world. Yeah. And they, they are inviting demons uh, in. Whether whether they know it's demons or not, uh, there are people that think it's it's ghosts. It's or, just fun play or something. Or they might even think, you know, we're, we're talking to the dead. Dead relatives things like, and things. That's necromancy. It and is. It's, it's They're just not been, talking to the dead. They're talking to... Uh, you uh, probably a demon. Yeah. I got to share with a girl the other day. Uh, um, <clears throat> she was, she was claiming that she was, she's able to talk to dead relatives and dead friends. Mm-hmm. And I shared with her the instance, the only instance in scripture where a witch 
is able to actually contact the actual person that died mm-hmm. and it utterly shocked her and i'm talking about the witch that's at shocked to the witch yeah uh so saul king saul he goes and he consults this witch um because he's having a lot of problems in his kingdom uh centered around him not being in god's will and smart move saul you're, you're you're the leader of 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 the god the the nation of god and the first thing he does what does he do he doesn't go to god he goes straight to a witch well he, he knows he <laughs> he knows he can't because he knows that he's not in god's will mm-hmm. he knows that he is uh, he's fighting a losing battle and so he's like well i'm going to go to the only other powers that are above the natural world that we live in playing with fire and uh but this witch, she's actually surprised because she actually contacts Samuel. But that was because we read this, the account, and it's because God allowed opened it. the medium Correct. and allowed Samuel to talk through that woman. And that, and that's the thing. There's the the the, the there's like you're just saying. There's a scriptural. There's the biblical way the scriptural way the traditional christian way and then there's the false way where these people have seances which are very very popular now uh, ouija boards very popular hexes spells kids are getting into it it's not cool it's dangerous it could kill you but there the 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 proper way is when the lord allows a person to appear like when Jesus appears to a Muslim in physical form. Oh yeah, thousands of Muslims. Or when Saint Andrew appeared to the Crusaders to find the Spear of Destiny. Um, or when the Lord allow the Lord will allow people, or even Himself, to appear to people. But you can never say, "Hey, come down here right now and appear before me." That's what you. That's that's so, so saying That's wicked. Uh, that's like. It's like necromancy. That's what it is. Right. And so we have to ask ourselves, what is the purpose of miracles? Because they're not just, you know, it's not like people are Superman. They're like, they get Mm. special powers so they can fight evil or or things like that. Mm. But what what is the purpose of miracles throughout Mm. history collectively? Why do miracles happen? And we can actually see that all throughout scripture, there are miracles when God is shining light on the truth, when God is backing up the truth with a supernatural act. And it doesn't induce fear or dread or panic or terror. Right. Like, like, like the Islam. devil does. Yeah. Like Islam is yeah, pure terror. Yeah. Uh, but miracles were used to confirm a word or a message or messenger from god mm, true uh so true. moses moses had a word from the lord to pharaoh let my people go uh moses says basically who am i you know i there's nothing good about me he's in complete I, I stutter. <laughs> yeah he's in complete submission to the lord and and because of that the lord is working miracles through him incredible right. And Incredible. and Moses did not even want to do them. And he fought the wizards of his day, Janus and Jambres, if it was my yeah, was and, yeah. And they come forward and they try to do their w- Egyptian witchcraft, which, by the way, is there are still texts of Egyptian witchcraft and demon sort and sorcery and all that. 
Yeah. So, and Moses combated that. The Lord said, you just step back, Moses, just, just calm down. We're going to work a, a miracle here. And these guys are going to go away freaked out. Yeah. Well, my point uh, with Moses is Moses didn't really want to go. Mm-mm. He he was happy living out in the middle of the wilderness, raising sheep and uh, hanging out had, with what's her with, name? What was his wife's Z- name? Zipporah. Zipporah. And good his father-in-law. You know, he's living the good life. Jethro. But it was needed <clears throat> that there be a spokesperson to convey the truth of God, which it, it was nothing that contradicts what we see in general revelation. Correct. So I think to, to understand miracles, you have to understand that. God has revealed himself generally through his creation to all mankind. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets to see creation, Mm -hmm. gets to experience that. But in special revelation, God has to, when he gives a more specific truth, he is going to give power behind that. And he chooses to do that through miracles. And he'll do that too in combat against demonic forces and demonic actions because you'll like when the lord was working miracles in judea there were soothsayers everywhere there were greek pagans roman pagans there were jewish um talmudists jewish witchcraft and so all these things were producing lying wonders none of them were actually miracles but they were all producing lying wonders so the lord said okay this is where i gotta start because judea really was a a hub um, to the Middle East yeah. for Rome. Um, and so he started performing these miracles because a lot of these peoples, you know, there's temples to Zeus, temples here and there. And there's lying wonders and miracles and the Lord's producing because he knows who he's combating. He is showing real miracles that last, that work. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe we can close by talking about one of our favorite New Testament characters, uh, his name just escaped my mind. Simon Magus. Sim- yes, Simon, Simon Magus. Magus. Simon Maggot. <laughs> yeah, that's what he got eaten by. That's what we'll call him. But in Scripture, in the book of Acts, he comes to the apostles and he's like, <laughs> I've noticed you guys have this special power with the Holy Spirit. Can and I, he's like, how can I buy that power? Can I purchase... 20% of that yeah. stock. I have uh what? I have 10% down and I will pay my monthly finances for this power. Oh, oh gosh. He's obvious he's after that he is he's challenged mm-hmm. by the apostles and, <laughs> and and they basically you know run him out. Well, there's another <laughs> instance we I remember us talking about this several years ago <laughs> yeah. where Simon is actually using demonic power to levitate. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the apostle Peter. He <laughs> finds him and he commands him to come down. Simon, come down. How 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 far did he fall it's like down? Tw- it's like 25 feet. He was in Rome near one of the... One, he was probably among uh, uh, one of the Roman villages in, or one of the temples or something because back then people would go to rome to see the how high buildings were so naturally i think with simon magus's obsession with himself he probably tried to go as high as some of the old roman buildings yeah well he fell hard yeah yeah his ego was utterly crushed it 
wasn't he crippled for the rest of his life from that? Uh, he broke one or two legs and was in, but his followers were so enamored with him, like some of these cult leaders. These the the type of cult leaders that you know Heaven's Gate, Jim Jones, that they'll kill themselves for their yeah. leader. Uh, so I think that he, he it was that kind of thing. Simon Magus's Gnostic and witchcraft cult. He was uh, um, mixing up some really dark colored Kool Aid. Yeah, and then he was like, well, "You've heard of Jesus? Well, I am better than he." And he ordered his followers to dig a mass grave, and he said, "I will rise on the third day." And um, yeah. and that's if you read that in the early church fathers and uh, especially the apostolics, the first like three three hundred years of church fathers, a lot of them corroborate the same story that he buried him. That he ordered his followers to bury himself alive, and on the third day he didn't come out. So they dug him up, and he was dead. And there were worms eating him because he was not God. That's and the name why I call him Simon Maggot. <laughs> Simon Maggot. He was he was totally dead. He was so. I mean, just imagine how many demons have to be in you to make you think that you are invincible and can raise from the dead and make fun of Jesus. Oh, yeah. The Lord's gonna. But see, and and that's always the end for this dark occultic. Yeah, it's magic. Tra- it's witchcraft. trying to be like a god through evil means. And, and it leads to destruction. Mm. I mean, it is, it's yeah. honestly, it's sad because. Very sad. There's a verse in the New Testament. Pastor was just preaching on it. And he said that there's a form of religion that has, uh, they have a form of, of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Correct. They deny the source. The flip side of that statement is this. It has a, a form of power, but it denies godliness. Mm-hmm. And that's this occult occultism. Yeah, witchcraft, occultism, uh, m- m- modern, what we would call the resurgence of paganism of the past 15 years. Um, uh, you you go to so many bookstores and the paganism with what that says spirituality, but it's not. It's paganism. And uh, it's just people are buying these things left and right, crystal healing, all that. Now, don't get me wrong. I love crystals. They're beautiful. They're made from God. And when I look at a crystal, yeah, I get a feeling, but it's not a healing. It's a feeling (laughs) that the Lord gave me. I'm like, wow, that that really refreshes my soul to look at that beautiful rock or that beautiful crystal. I'm not going to wave it over my face and say that it heals me. It's just weird. (laughs) it's interesting because these practices are very humanistic and natural yes very humanistic that's why there's a fine line between well it's not really a fine line it's pretty pretty wide line between people that want to live a healthy life and those who are just off the rocker crazy because they are so they want holistic a, and they, they, yeah they want a spiritual life but they don't want god there they want god out of the picture but they want lots of spirits and chakras and and uh indian gurus and and, and then they, they want to live the way of the earth type yeah thing. earth worship gaia mother worship mother well, earth worship well and honestly this is kind of funny because i'm actually teaching a lesson similar to this to the youth okay um, nice 
so ultimately through the teleological the cosmological and the moral argument we can sort of gather what god has to be like he has to mm. be timeless spaceless uh he has to be immaterial he has to be powerful he has to be uh actually concerned with his creation he has to be personal amen things like that amen and so that get that leads us to believe that the theistic god is true amen. and there's three main ones uh judaism christianity and islam mm -hmm. and all three of these cannot be correct because they all make mutually exclusive claims, claims about god that's right uh but on the flip side there's non-theistic worldviews and mm -hmm. they cannot be true based on the description i gave you of god no and you have hinduism they're pantheistic they believe in many gods and many demons many demons and uh they're polytheistic mm -hmm. buddhism they're pantheistic and atheistic That's new right. age they're pantheists secular humanism atheist mormonism polytheistic wicca pantheistic uh taoism pantheistic and atheistic confucius confucianism atheistic shinto polytheistic mm, especially and all of all of these yeah. gods that they serve are demons most of them are and one thing i can say because i've studied japan for years i became fascinated by it when i was when i was a young man learning about samurai and anime and all that goofy stuff but all that being said japan is has a very rich history and culture but one of the saddening things that always saddened me about japan was like you just said shintoism shintoism is very much like a japanese regional form of hinduism there's deities for every every part of the place there's there's many many idols in japan um uh, but one thing that is interesting is Shintoism is dying in Japan. Um, adherence to Shintoism um, are lessening year by year by year. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's the same thing with deified Confucianism. Because there was, there's two groups of Confucians. There's the people who read his thought, which is excellent writing. And then there's the people that actually deified Confucius that burn incense before his uh, his image. Um, and you don't see too much of that in China anymore. But one thing, uh, the writing of Confucius is different from the uh, religion. Um, because many Confucians, like certain Buddhists, actually deify Confucius, which would have made him very angry in real life. Um, yeah, very, very fascinating stuff. Well, let me end on this. I've been reading in Joshua in my devotions mm. and, uh, I love Joshua. I'm in Joshua 24 and it's getting to the point where God is telling Israel not to follow after gods. And this is what he says in verse 20. If you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, lowercase g, gods, this is what we know as demons and, and uh, dark forces. And just plain old sculpted idols. Sculpted idols yeah. yeah. He says, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he had done you good. 
God has been so good to you. He's given you breath. He's given you life. And you turn and you serve the, the creature more than the creator. Mm, just like it said in Romans. And, and so God has nothing left to do but to consume you. Mm. And then and the people said unto Joshua, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, ye are witnesses against yourselves that ye have chosen you to serve him, to chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Now, therefore, put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. Amen. That's amen. That's the command. Stop. Stop following these wicked idols and demons and follow after the Lord. Yeah. And and two, there's nothing cool about playing with the demon thing because you want demons in your house. You're going to see some weird stuff happen in your house. Yeah, I know people who were non-Christians and who played around with stuff like Ouija boards and, and things. Books were shooting off of shelves and stuff like that. You don't want that in your house. Nope. You don't want any not of that a, junk. Not, a, not at all. <laughs> so turn from that if you're following it. That's right. Turn to the Lord. Amen. Uh, it's been another great episode. I love talking about all these things. But uh, until next time, uh, we hope you stay blessed and uh, stay in your word, stay praying to the Lord, and stay serving Him. Amen.